Hey, Miller? Uh, yeah? Take a picture. It'll last longer. <laughs> uh, sorry. You're just... Not what I was expecting. Uh... I'm Jamie. From Canada. I'm... I'm sorry, I'm not gonna shake your hand because I'm not 45 and a man. Come over after school and you can set up for the party while I do my hair. Okay. You know, where I'm from, birthday parties are considered so lame. Like, I don't know, maybe you should cancel it. Maybe you should fuck off and die. Jesus, mom. <laughs> Masita. Ay. Ay, ay, ay. Mamacita. Oh. Hablas espanol? Está bien. Vete a la mire, more. Three years of Spanish, bitch. <laughs> it's a clip from Linda Vanderklok's favorite movie, Totally Killer. I took eight years of Spanish. Yeah, yeah. she took the same Spanish eight times. Yeah, yeah, it still counts. I still, I don't think I could swear. Because she said fuck off and die in Spanish, I think. And She said she doesn't speak Spanish, but look at her. It she sounds like she understands things. Spanish. <laughs> yeah. Well, Pete, uh, i got to give you your introduction, or yep, I know you'll have me. a hissy fit. It's me, Pete. Pete's Thank here. You. Kitty's back. Hey there. I'm Farmer Joe. <laughs> what is that? What's happening? <laughs> what the hell was that? It was Farmer Joe. Are you playing games? <laughs> yes, I was. Well, we can see the commitment and interest people have in coming to talk to us. <laughs> well, we're doing totally killer today. But first, correction and apology. Uh, Dermot Mulroney is in my best friend's wedding, not Runaway Bride. It's the same movie. I thought that was the tagline. I genuinely thought it was the same movie. I still think it is. Uh, Pete, do you want to do your nonsense? What's my nonsense? Your knick-knack fix. Fuck. Crows. So, Kitty. So, Pete. You get a choice now. I don't know if you've been around or I've been telling you everything I do. About 15 yeah. years ago, she made a terrible choice. <laughs> what was that? What was your terrible choice? What'd you do wrong? I don't know. I'd say it's 20 years ago hmm. when you told me it. Sergeant Pepper told, told the band to play. I was a lesbian. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> you get, you get a choice. I can go. You don't just get Nick Cage like updates anymore. I listened to the last okay. one. So you can get something from the NCNN, the good old Nick Cage News Network. You can have a knickknack fact, or you can do a Cage quiz, hot shot. Which one's the fastest? That's what I was going to ask. Which one's the shortest? <laughs> That's what she said. All right. That's what he said. Pick one. All right. Wait, no, which one's the shortest? Legit. It depends. Not Do just the like quiz. A quiz? Yeah. That's easily the longest one. <laughs> I will know because we're just going to say we don't know and then move on. Or just pick something arbitrary as an answer. Why'd you pick the long ones, Kitty? <laughs> Do All it. Right. Go. All right. So. What do you think, this is, I'm going to let you guys each take a guess, what do you think is the most number of films that Nick Cage has filmed in a year? Six. 24. <laughs> All right. I didn't write down the answer. Give okay. me a minute. That's great. Yeah. This is why it takes it so long, right? It is six. Yeah. Six is the answer. He had six films in a year. What For the get? bonus point, who can guess what year that was that he had six films released? I'm going to guess the 90s. So 2018. And what do you say? Sometime in the 90s. Okay. Well, Brian, you're kind of right. He did it in 2016, 2017, <laughs> 2018, 2019, and 2023. All right. So, I guess half point there for you. 
That's and, a um, sixth of a point. Do, do you guys want to know year by year uh, what uh, movies no, came no, out? Moving on. No. Uh, all right. Uh, 2018 was Mandy. That I know. Google That's right. It. That's what it was. All right. So that was the catch quiz. Good. Good word. I don't, know, I don't know that the segment's going to continue. <laughs> <laughs> Is anyone oh, going to allow it? I, ha- I have pages for <laughs> that segment. Okay, viewers, weigh in. Yeah. Do we Give need to call. keep doing this? Brian? I don't know. What would okay. you like to pick? Nope, moving on. Oh, let's no, we do let's cover one? this movie. No, no, everyone gets to do one. <sighs> they get to do one. Oh, yeah. I can't just let Kitty have all the fun. I'm hungry. Mm. I will take a knick-knack fact. A knick-knack fact, a popular feature. If you remember from other episodes. Oh, oh no, I need a knick-knack fact. You can also pick anything else. I don't care. All right. Knick-knack fact. Did you know that he took his acting name from Luke Cage, the comic book's power man? I did know that. Did you? I didn't know that. I'm not shocked. Yeah, so you didn't know that. No. No, you do. That's a knick-knack fact you got. I'm going to forget it immediately. Luke Cage, Power Man. Well, that's the power of the knick-knack facts. You can just do the same ones over again because nobody's paying attention. <laughs> no, I put a little check mark next to them. So well, I might I'm know that you've done it before. <laughs> All right. You're playing with your phone, too. Because I have my notes on the phone. Oh, I see. I don't have notes. And Pete has notes for things that we don't care about. Did <laughs> you take any notes for this movie? No. Of course not. But everybody watched Totally Killer. We mm-hmm. did. All right, so we're, we're all on the same page to start with. It came out on Amazon Prime on October 6th. It is the Back to the Future version of a slasher movie. That is true. What are the other... Oh, where'd Kitty go? Oh, how delicate and ladylike. I didn't think they'd want it in the... Okay, whatever. Go on. 1923. This year. 1923. October 26th. Yeah, October 6th. And it uh, is the Back to the Future version of a slasher movie following up on Happy Death Day's Groundhog Day slasher movie and Freaky's Freaky Friday slasher movie. And... This is coming out on the 8th. On the 10th, It's a Wonderful Knife comes out, which is the It's a Wonderful Life version of a slasher movie, <laughs> starring Joel McHale and Justin Long. Oh, we got to watch that one. I we watched that one. And reviewed it. I reviewed it oh. on a website that we never name on this podcast. <laughs> There's a website. <laughs> Scarevalue.com. Oh, yeah. The review is up there. Uh, it was good. It was fun. I think it's. I think every one of these is good. That's these these concepts for some reason work really well. Just throwing slasher movies into other genres. Genre. I never yeah. saw Freaky. I liked Freaky. Well, a lot. Then I haven't seen It's a Wonderful Knife yet. That's true. So you're halfway there. <laughs> halfway there. Good like job. Bon Jovi told us. I think Me that too. Happy Death Day was the best of the of the four. But I think this Totally Killer was the second best of the four. I really liked it. I like Freaky a lot too. So they were kind of the same. I really liked this movie. I did too. Yeah. It was, I don't know. Time travel. It was great time travel. That's what I said to Pete when I brought up him watching it for the podcast. I was like, as a slasher movie, it's fine. As a comedy, it's decent. As a time travel movie, it's really good. It is. Yeah. I I kept telling him, like, I don't know why. I'm shocked the writers put this much effort into how they were going to craft their time travel story. Because they really did. They set up so many things in the first 20 minutes Mm -hmm. that pay off throughout the movie. But it's never, like, feels like it's being thrown in your face. It's just fun to watch everything get revealed. The hot yep. dad. The, yep. <laughs> the hot dad, the Mollies, with the mom dressing up as Molly yep. Ringwald yep. for Halloween. The um all the all those people at the school being complete anarchists. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, every every little thing they set up like pays off. I like the little thing in the background too of the the, the poster on the wall of the, the guy in the band and how his life changes oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. the thing and how he becomes an emo uh, <laughs> the rock star becomes I like their explanation for time travel too. It 
made sense to me. Oh, it was fun, you jump right? out of a yeah, river you jump, and you jump another time. I like yeah. that there's no, you know, the consequences aren't you're fading away out of your picture. Like, well, not necessarily. Oh, back to the future. Right, right. Yeah. But no, it's just, it's things have changed and you might not have a place in yeah. the new the new future that you've right. made. That is the right time travel. I We've talked before about like Back to the Future. They, even in this movie, say Back to the Future gets it wrong. It doesn't make yeah. any sense that you disappear and vanish. It doesn't make any sense. And the movie Looper does it like that, and I hate that. The way I like it was there's a TV show called Continuum where she has to go back in time and prevent this like World War event. Whatever, yeah. And then when she gets home, she's succeeded, but she's already there because she never left. So she's out. Like Her family carries yeah. on without her, and it's like that makes complete sense to me because you can't change what happens to your personal thing. Your past is the future. Your future okay. is, the, is your past. So you can't change any of that. So I like the way this movie did it, too, where you get to see both at the same time. So you can see it changes happening and how people are reacting to the changes. And like it's like it's the Mandela, the Mandela. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty, In real pretty time, like time keeps on going. Yes. The, yeah. And he's like, I don't remember it that way. But like, I guess it's that's a Mandela effect. And mm-hmm. the worst that can do is you will build a place where you don't you'll go back there. But now you're not there. Like there's no family for you. There's no there's no anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She looks out a little bit. She does. Well, yeah. yeah. You're supposed to. It's a fun movie. That's yeah, what I, I like I about that. Yeah. And one more. But she still looks out a little bit because she should have gotten home and been like, no, like, because uh, when her parents got together too early, that does have a funny payoff. But I would have liked it too. It's like, yeah, I got bored with her. <laughs> too horny, too soon. Yep. Pete, do you want to give us a recap of the movie Totally Killer? Why is it always me who does these recaps? Because it's hilarious. All right. So there's a girl who's got a mom named Julie Bowen and the guy who... I've seen, I saw a lot in the aughts, and I think he was in Dead Man on Campus. Uh, he was the dad. He was What's the cop in Freddy vs. Jason. Too. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I remember seeing him around. Yeah, he was around back then. So he's the dad, and she's got a friend who's built a time machine. Right. And there's a killer. The time machine being the least interesting aspect of the story to the people in the story. That's <laughs> true. Mm-hmm. It is very just kind of there. I love it. So let's see here. Um, gets killed. By Julie Bowen, uh, goes back in time. The killer gets killed by Julie Bowen. We'll explain no, no, no. that. Explain that. Go by, by, by Julie Bowen. Okay. Um, go back in time. Now it's the eighties, and you see your parents when they're young. Nineteen eighty-seven. You guys are staring at me, and it's intense. I, I'm always just <laughs> trying to guess if you've seen the movie or not. <laughs> the pressure is real. It's okay, Pete. Because what did I ask you before I came downstairs? I said, "What are we recording today?" Even though we watched the movie last night. That's true. So you go ahead, continue. That. It's Max Headroom, right? Uh, kind is that of. what that was? It was kind of, I was trying to place what the mask was, but it was a Max Headroomy kind of thing. It's the closest I could come to, but not really. I don't know. I didn't think there was like a real effort put into the, what the killer looked like. He looked yeah. kind of goofy. Yeah, I, I don't know. I it was, was looking like for Billy it. Idol because it had an earring. I didn't even notice the earring. Yeah. It's a Johnny Bravo a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it kind of looked like Johnny Bravo. But she goes back in time to try to stop the murders because if she stops the murderer back then, she can save her mom in the future. And uh, and she does. Her mom's Julie Bowen. Yeah. Who <laughs> died. Well, we heard her in the clip talking to her young mother, who is nothing like the old mother that she, she knows. Right. So you get that comedy, just like Marty McFly's mom was a slut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it? You got, you're done? Yeah. Okay. Keep going. Uh, the movie stars Kiernan Shipka as Jamie and Olivia Holt and Julie Bowen as Pam, their mother. It was directed by, oh boy, Nanachka Khan, who directed Always Be My Maybe, a movie I really liked on Netflix where... where oh, yeah. Where it's got Randall Park. Keanu oh, Reeves yeah. plays himself. 
Is that why oh, Randall Park was in this that's movie? That's why Randall Park is in this movie. I loved that one. Because it had Keanu Reeves. You should do Keanu Reeves facts. He did I the did. first time. <laughs> Weren't you listening? <laughs> no. Where have you been? It has an 87% on Rotten Tomatoes, and it got a 4 out of 5 on ScareValue.com. What's that? Yep. Nah. So. Hey. Go ahead. IMDb. <laughs> do you think that's D.B. Cooper, and he's just laughing at us, and that's what he did with his it's money? It's been clear all along. That'll make sense then. All right. I'm just checking, because he says it right there in the name. I think you're loopy. Fruit Loopy, baby. You want all this in? Yeah. Okay. Just, just making sure. This just is gold. Sure. All right. Totally Killer. Right. Anybody have any thoughts on Totally Killer? I think it's fun. Yeah. I liked it. That's what we get out of it. <laughs> As guys. Pete would say. No, um, yeah. There's I liked a- it. It was a good movie. It had a lot going on throughout the entire movie, but they did it really well. I like the setup. I like the I like how well she gets along with her best friend at the very beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like they they, es- they established the parents and stuff really well. Like like all as characters that I was interested in, and you could see the setups happening all in the first part of it. Yeah, everything's happening. Like from you know discussing weed gummies, which comes back later, to the mom who's working at a factory because she apparently gave up in high school, and that changes later. So it's pretty it's pretty neat setup. My favorite part of the movie is when she brings the DNA to Randall Park in 1987. <laughs> that is one of my favorite parts of the movie, too. Which but she randomly forgot that the internet didn't really exist yet. Yeah, she was she, more taken aback by what the 80s were like from a social <laughs> consciousness level yes. than anything else. <laughs> People, Although, Things were different back then. Although Kitty went out of her way to look up because we were talking about that part of the movie last night. She went to look up, like, when was DNA, you know, sequencing used in law enforcement, which happened to be 1987. Sure, but they were, these small town cops wouldn't know. Either. Right, right. That was Pete, what I, Pete said. So. I, in fact, will posit that even, I will posit the fact that Randall Park knows about that, but just the type of character he is and well, the type of sheriff he is. Well, he was listing how he hates old, you know, old people, sick oh, yeah. people. Well, if you remember the OJ trial in 94, so the trial was probably 95. One of the reasons he got off, they interviewed one of the jurors, and they said all the all the defense really had was that DNA evidence because nobody even understood what the fuck it was. Like all they had was proof was the reason they let him off because <laughs> they couldn't do a good job explaining that this definitively means it is a hundred percent him. Yep, because okay. that's and that's ninety five. Right, that's mm-hmm. fair, fair yeah. enough. But I'm saying Randall Park, even if it was now, he would still have the same reaction if somebody right. gave him a bag full it's of probably DNA. Probably true. Yeah, and that trial in 1987, that was a successful trial. So they successfully yeah. used DNA to put away someone who killed someone. But clearly, they so, still didn't know what it was. But by Randall Park didn't know. Regular people didn't know. Yeah, yeah. and Randall, Park and Randall Park's would never a regular know. person <laughs> in a small town. They don't have. He doesn't know what's going on. He's like, oh, I'll put it in the DNA database. <laughs> and he throws people it on with the floor. dogs was third on his list of reasons why, or people he hate in general. I do hate people with dogs. I Sorry, have dogs. I know. Your dogs are okay. They're not. One of them's okay. okay. The other one's a monster. Anywho, when she travels back to 1987, they do a thing that I wish all time travel movies did, where the mother, who they set up as the person who created the idea of the time travel machine that the daughter gets to work, which again, just offhandedly mentions, yeah, my project of time travel, and it's going to work. The mother's like, she's like, you don't seem surprised by this. And she's like, you don't start messing around with time travel without the idea that this could possibly happen one day. She's prepared for someone from the future to come back and be like, I need your help. Yeah. Right. It it made a lot of sense. Yes. And it gave her someone to talk to 
about what's happening. Right. Yeah. So you didn't have any of the contrived stuff. It's yeah. it's obviously logical. Although everyone kind of just accepted it pretty quick. Like her mom. Well, no, to, she has no. to tell her mom that she's a psychic. Yeah. Oh, that. No, was no, she didn't. She told I, her mom that she was after the first murder. Yeah, yeah I thought the mom yeah. knew. The mom after. knew, but then like when she was explaining it to the uh, Tiffany and whatever ones were still alive, she was like, "I'm a psychic." Yeah. I like that the young Julie Bone looked at the. The crystal and examined it intensely. It's like, seems legit. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. The movie gets most of its comedy from the fish out of water. Somebody from our sensibilities traveling back to when we were kids and being like, she even says like, it must be crazy to get on an airplane right now. Right. Yeah. The, the complete lack of oh, security or yeah. care. My God, there is a lot of security and stuff now, isn't there? Yes. Yeah. Like the concept of personal space not being a thing. Oh. Back then. Oh, no, like, that's what be sad. Uncomfortable or unauthorized touching. No, no, I'm not okay with that. I mean, I'm not going to get political about it, but one event happened, and we no longer can have shoelaces on our airplanes, but, uh, you know, we can shoot up schools every day, and we can't do anything about that. <laughs> Personal yeah. freedoms, right? This is the uh, political podcast. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. I don't care. <laughs> I'm leaving that in, because anybody who doesn't think that way is a complete psychopath. Oh, I 100% yeah. agree with you. I yeah. just... I was trying to think of what my next thought was. Oh, I what about the it. mom at the beginning when she first? I'm just ignoring your political. Mm-hmm. Kitty's a, a mega woman. Mega? Meg, no. <laughs> Ooh, you've made her really bad. I'm leaving. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Anyway, Julie Bone at the beginning. No, Isn't not when she Julie pulled Bowen, out of the, the guns? mom in the, the tracksuit when she gets transported back oh. to 87, who's like smoking a cigarette and it's just like, don't worry, they don't know what that is. <laughs> Talking about for the cocaine. cocaine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that the car with the windows rolled up the station wagon, with the windows rolled off and all the smoke <laughs> in the car. I like that they, it's clearly the 80s, and they, they put a bit of that spin on it, but they don't go so over the top that it becomes, it drowns the movie out, which is a thing that a lot of the 80s movies do. Like, I love Wedding Singer, but it's every frame has to be. I think that's maybe why I don't like the Wedding Singer so much. Yeah. Kitty. Mm-hmm. You're just lame. Yeah. I think you're just lame, too. All right. That's fair. But this movie, it's like, you know it is. But it's not going to be in your face with every single thing it has to be that color scheme and that, you know, you get it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You get that when you first, although, hey, when they first go back, I was about to say, when they first go back, you, you know, I was looking for the differences. What was, the camera was weird. Did you see that? Mm. I, oh, yeah. When she lands and she's in the She gets out of the photo place, booth. And there's like this weird, um. Like, it curved out because it bothered my so eyes. So I don't know if it was like a trying to be, it was like maybe it was like a 360-degree camera or something that was trying to spin. But if you watch it again, try to pay attention. Because it, it was just for a little bit. Maybe they used like a fisheye lens just yeah, to make it I seem like it was, it was a first-person yeah. view. Yeah, well, it, that it felt like she was reoriented to yeah, being maybe in that's the what it was. Yeah, it was just cast. a l- it was confusing for me, and I did not like that part. I liked but it. That it makes sense thematically. It hurt my eyes. I like that they had their science fair at the old fair just because it would be great when she opened the thing and it was full of life again. <laughs> There's no other narrative reason for it to be there other than it's going to be cool when we open this up and it's alive again. Right. Well, they said it was free. Yeah, of course. But there's, yeah, but there's no reason. Lots of things are free. The high school cafeteria is free. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, that's, you want to see that, oh, we're in a different time now. Completely. Yeah. I appreciate a lot the fact, and I wish more of the movies would do it, is it would show me who the adult version is of each character that I'm meeting. It's like, oh, there they are. Oh, they're like, ah, oh, no, yeah. I know who you are. Because a lot of times, it'll shock you both. I don't know who I'm looking at no, when I see <laughs> I'd like, too, that she changes enough. This is why the time travel element is so good. She changes things enough that the, the order doesn't even go correctly. So right. now she can't predict what's going to happen anymore yeah. pretty quickly. And that's a that's cool because it's fun to do it once. But, like, if I'm always going to know, 
you know, didn't have to do the same joke over and over again, whereas they didn't. Right. Although, again, we talked about this. The first person to die is Quinn from Scream 6, and she dies because she doesn't do blowjobs. Mm-hmm. That is the lesson. She says, let's not make that the lesson. That's the lesson I got out of it. <laughs> well, did she when she's like in the bedroom with that guy, the rock star the rock guy, star. the emo rock star, and she's not like, got to go to the bathroom, too many BJs. And he's like, you got room for one more? And she's like, I don't do that. Yep. <laughs> I miss Bartles and James. I think they still sell them. I don't think they do. I, I think they're Bartles sugar water. They, they are sugar water. I don't know what the alcohol content <laughs> you was. You know who would love that? Edgar. Uh, Edgar would like his sugar water. He'd love his sugar water. <laughs> <laughs> I got there. It took me a second. Yeah. It's like the fifth Edgar reference on this podcast, but it's the first one I did. What, today? <laughs> no, ever. <laughs> no, Pete likes be. talking about Edgar for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. He was, he was like Edgar Soup. That's right. <laughs> so totally killer. Anyway. No, it's in 1987, which whenever these, whenever a movie, not so much time travel, because this is new, but a lot of times slasher movies will come out and they'll be like, this one's set in this year because we want to recreate that era. Whenever they do that, I always find what year they pick interesting because there's such a distinct time period of slashers. 87's a weird one to pick because it's not the peak of slasher movies. It's basically the downfall of slasher movies. It was the early mm-hmm. 80s that had the big run. Yeah, if you want to get... Like into that, I just, they probably just did it because the math worked out for how old everybody was. But '87 is not like a hot spot for for slasher movies. It's uh, I think that's Dream Warriors, which is the one good one that came out. Okay, and I'm going to be but really careful not to name too many more things from 1987. <laughs> Gotta be a good idea right now. Well, there was a stack of videotapes. Did you see that at the one yeah. point? Hellraiser was '87 too. Oh, that's too. We got to be careful. Yeah. Well, no, why? You Wait, know a lot of movies of in 87. No, well, no, don't. I was just uh, wondering if you noticed that and saw all the titles on there. Because I thought it was inspiration from what the writers were doing that. Like, yeah, probably. These yeah. movies oh, were the ones that inspired it. They weren't all horror movies Where either. Julie Bowen was a secret sci-fi fan. Yes. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, it's because it, they don't hide it at all. It's a movie that, is, that did everything is Back to the Future. Like, the, the slasher aspect is, and the whodunit I thought was actually fine. It was pretty good. Because I didn't I, guess. I didn't know what I thought. I I guess like I just had a guess based. I'm like, well, I guess it's going to be you know the the podcast guy. Spoiler alert. Sure. And yeah. but when they did the reveal of the nerd, didn't I, see it coming. I I sat there dumbfounded. Me I'm too. Like, I didn't. And he had a good reason. And I was like, huh. And then you find out that that like they had been bullying the girl he loved, and she she died. And then the mother wasn't a part of that, which I thought was really interesting because. She wasn't one of the people. She was never going to die in the beginning. When it really right. twisted the story into it, became about what happened in the future. The podcast. You had this false information to begin with, so mm-hmm. she's trying to save something that's not in danger. Right. It's very cool. That's that's a cool use of the time travel aspect. Well, the, she would have been in danger though. She wouldn't have she, been in 1987 before well, not she in came 1987, back. But yeah. eventually, because he ran out of things to podcast about. Right. But she was never a target. She she lived her whole life assuming she was one of the targets. Oh. Okay. And she was yeah, never sure. one of the targets. Right. So she's when you meet Julie Bowen's character, she's like a survivor final girl who's grown up and had a life, but she's prepared for this because she's always feared it's going to come. It was never going to come. Right. It's kind of cool. Well, I mean, tangentially, it did come. It did because, come. But yeah. not for the but reason she not, thought. Yeah, not yeah. for the reason she thought. Yeah. So like the original, like there's two plots going on for the mm-hmm. killers, but you can't know that. And that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Although they do have Jamie say, it could be like Scream. Oh, that's not out yet. Uh, two killers, like right. that's well. There's a movie called Scream. Well, there's two killers. Yeah, that's why when the second killer appeared at the end of this movie, yes, I, I, I was, was completely unprepared for yeah. it. Yeah, and it turned out to be a different killer, which is a good yeah. way to do it. 
And then he has a great line where she's like, you killed my mother. It's like twice it appears. <laughs> it's pretty good. By the way, I like when the future killer, whoever the podcaster, I can't remember his name, when he just run by, runs by yep. and stabs his father. <laughs> great. That was great. God. When did Terminator come out? 1984. Uh-huh. Okay, I get it. Because <laughs> Pam is like, are the machines going to kill oh, us? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they all should have seen that, and they all should have seen Back to the Future, although most of them hadn't. Yeah, and they were yeah. proud yeah. of that. Yeah, which is weird, because that's a fantastic movie. Oh, and they were watching RoboCop, so okay. And that RoboCop was came out. I can't tell you when RoboCop came out. Well, no, <laughs> that's what they were watching it, and then I was, she said, are the machines going to kill it? Yes. Sorry, I'm still fixated on that section of the movie. Well, that, that, that time tra- Terminator's a time travel movie that they mm-hmm. wouldn't yeah. have seen. Yeah. yeah. And I also like the time, going back to your point about the time travel just being kind of secondary to everything. When she's looking at her cell phone and listening to the recordings of the podcast from the future, the girl says, are you from the future? She's like, yep. yep. And there's, there's like, all right. I, I have never thought of until right now that Terminator is a time travel movie that came out before Back to the Future. Like literally the year before. Huh. Back to the Future really stole all that thunder. Because I don't think of Terminator as a time travel movie, but it's 100% a time travel movie. It is, yes. I think of it as a time travel movie, but I don't. I think of Back to the Future when I think of time travel Me too. movies. So did this movie. This right. movie's yeah, she's Marty McFly. What yeah. was your name at the end? Claudette? Colette. 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 Yeah, that was a fun little twist when the guy shows up and th- that's your brother. Here's your notebook of things okay. I heard. Did you notice, okay, when she's at the party and she sees the guy getting out of the water who she doesn't know yes. it's her dad, she's like, Who's that? And oh, was the same the, actor? Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> that would have been funny. <laughs> What's her face goes, oh, no, that's uh, so-and-so. Yeah. I can't remember the dad's name. And she's like, oh, that's my dad. Yep. Because she was attracted to him. Yep. And then at the end of the movie, when her brother's coming yeah, up, she's was like, thing who's there too. that? I missed that. Yeah, the, yeah. the sequel of this is going to get weird. <laughs> there's, there's something going on there. Well, she's like, why like does it. this keep happening? Yes, that is, that is, that is a good Back to the Future joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Yes. Back I didn't catch that. It is a Back to the Future joke. Yes. yes. And let's see, how did that town ever survive with Randall Park as the uh, sheriff? Doesn't make any sense. He, well, there was no crime at I the assume, time. He said it. No one's ever been killed here before until you showed up, Canada. That doesn't, <laughs> true. Like a, that doesn't sound like a real place. That's true. Well, it is a real place. <laughs> I like his detectoring. I like, I just, the whole movie to me is how much effort they put into the differences in the, between the eras. And having a character go back and be like dumbfounded by just the lack of safety and lack yeah. of lack of care for your fellow person. Well, and I think like being forty ish, we remember when it was like that a little bit. But her being like sixteen, yeah, she'd never seen. She that. has no idea. And it is weird when you think about how different things were mm-hmm. in such a short period of time. Yeah, rotary phones. What's the deal with the rotary? <laughs> I had a rotary phone for years. I learned I how to dial too. it. I hated every number that started with nine. Because it took you longer? <laughs> oh, my God. It was or all the zero. way at the other end of that stupid wheel. Zero Only was at the end, right? Zero. It started with zero. Only I can't one remember. started with zero. It just took you to the operator. I used to mm-hmm. call the operator from payphones and ask her the area codes for places. Just because yeah. I could. Because you have hoes in those area codes? No. I just <laughs> like to learn area codes for different places. That, that sounds more accurate. That's and 545. I used to ask for Kalamazoo, Pennsylvania a lot. Because it was fun to say. You're, you're, no. Moving on. Yeah. That's not okay, <laughs> man. These people have the jobs to do. Yeah. 
They used to have to transfer your calls back in the day when there was only like 10 phones. He's, he's got the biggest shit-eating grin right now. He's going to do it again. No. He's going to call the operator. No. I was going to say, though. You used to be able to break into phone calls. You could call the operator and go. It's an if you got a busy signal, yeah. you could you could call and they would they would break the call and go. I've got the operator here and I've got an emergency call from so and so. You know too much about old timey telephones. I don't know what to say, man. <laughs> you know party lines. You ever hung out all? I the remember days? that. I <laughs> like how we still sometimes have to fax. I've had to fax things. Just the fax. Yep, just the fax. Drag that. Yep. Anyway, moving on. Joe Friday. Um, my girl Friday. Is that right? No. His girl Friday. Yeah. 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 My girl is Macaulay Culkin. Nah. So I also enjoyed when when <laughs> they were you. when they were going off to uh the condo. She said we we're gonna go to the oh, condo. Yeah. And it was the murder house in the woods. She's like, What are you talking about? This is just a murder house in the woods. <laughs> who who was the actress who played um Jamie or Colette? Kieran Shipka. What else is she from? Sabrina. I know, that, that new remake? The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I've never seen that And one, some so. other thing. Mad Men. There's a movie. Who was she in? I watched the beginning of Mad. Who was she, she was the, the daughter. Oh. I don't remember the daughter. Yeah. I remember January Jones. She was January Jones's daughter. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and I don't know what else she was in. Those, okay. are, those are pretty big things. I really I really liked her, the way she carried it. Yeah. Just herself. She made it a very engaging fish out of water to follow. I really enjoyed it, too. I wonder how it would play for people younger than us who have no memory of the 80s. Because the movie itself doesn't go that hard on... Like, she notices the difference between when people talk. But let's be honest. We've even seen Monster Squad. They People talk a lot worse than they were talking oh, yeah. in this yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, it made me um, think a little bit because they had a lot of relationships that were, like, you know, different um, races. And I don't remember if that was an 80s thing if like people were okay with that in the 80s or if there was still that like inherent racism where you don't well we know we got rid of it when obama was elected there's (laughs) never been racism again so (laughs) i think anything pre-2008 was uh was a disaster for race relations but since then (laughs) all good that's what that's what i was told yes there was a point too when oh jesus it's just where i realized how which side i am (laughs) on when i'm following people in time travel movies when her dad rolled down the window at the beginning and she was texting her friend to come out, she's like, why don't you just knock? And that's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I see where I am on the scale here. The movie yeah. didn't need it, but do you think it would have been better had she been walking around in a time where people talked the way people talked in the 80s to be more jarring? Because they didn't, they didn't throw out the gay slurs. They didn't throw out the, there wasn't the inherent uh, racism. There was, no. there was light sexism, but it wasn't like as bad as it was. I don't know. It was pretty bad. See, in the movie, <laughs> yeah, I, I, thought the that, I don't think it was nearly was as bad as like just throwing on no, any I, movie yeah. from the eighties. I'm agreeing with Brian on this one. I think this was a very like tame version of what it could have been, and I noticed it when we were watching it. But I'm going to fall back on. I don't need it that. Got the point. Yeah, it, yeah. it's a yeah. fun. It's meant to be fun. Yeah, so sure. You it don't got need. The point. Uh, yeah, no, it didn't need it. But I thought the sexism was. They ran that home pretty well. See, I watch a lot yeah. of eighties horror, especially like this was nothing compared to what it just was. <laughs> yeah, that is tough because I think I'm coming from that, having seen a lot of that too. I have this that thought, mm-hmm. whereas you haven't seen as much horror. So, well, having uh, watched more of these movies, um, all the girl, there's got to be a slut. It's like obligatory that there's at least one slut, and this one had three or four slutty girls pretty just much running yeah. around. Yeah, they did. I don't know. And I, I is that a thing with horror movies? Is there always a slutty girl? Yes. Okay. 
Yeah. Something about the genre. It's one of the reasons I love it. Oh. <laughs> Wish I was surprised. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> well, boobs. There were no boobs in this movie. That's another thing. If you're traveling back to 80s horror... There should be boobs. There should be. And Pete and I had a discussion about this in the backyard while people were masturbating back there again. <laughs> and we they said, always are. since Scream, you haven't needed nudity and horror. Since the internet especially. You haven't needed nudity and horror because you just go home and watch nudity on the internet. Right. It's just gone. Like, if you watch horror right now, Kitty, but if you, you don't see to, boobs, yeah. right? I just watched horror, like, yesterday. Right. Do you see boobs? And I watched Scream on Halloween 2022. Right. Yep. yep. But no boobs. No boobs. It's just not something that's done anymore. No. Yeah. It's not necessary anymore. But in the 80s, it was why people went to the movies. So it's one of those things. They're not recreating an 80s horror movie. They're just sticking her in the 80s. But since we're watching an 80s horror movie, eh, I, yeah, it's another choice it. you could have made. Yeah. You, could have, you could have stuck her. I'm, just, I'm making a different movie at this point. Instead of doing the Back to the Future <laughs> thing, where I'm just taking her and throwing her from a modern-day horror movie into an 1880s horror movie and being shocked at the 1880s. sensibilities. 1880s. Being shocked at the sensibilities. Victorian. Victorian. So vampires. I got Jack the Ripper. <laughs> being shocked and at the... And then time traveling to 1987 things. from back in yeah, Victorian age. Being stunned by what's going on in these movies that I'm now a part of. <laughs> which actually is a movie called Final Girls. Which you also know, doesn't have nudity, but it's the same thing where she's just like, oh, this is very different. When, yeah. when, when they were at the house party and there was the pool scene, I was like, is this the boob scene? Because mm-hmm. they were in the pool. Yeah, you got to see her dead. Yeah, it was it was the male boobs. Yeah, right. It was there the was male more boobs. male sexualization uh, in this movie than female, I think. A hundred percent. I don't know. She's walking into the house of horrors going, just giving a blowjob. Yeah, but just she's not naked. Everyday yeah, blowjob. Oh, you mean the nudity yeah. sexism. Okay. The person who's sexualized most is her dad, which is hilarious. <laughs> the second most is her brother. The second most is her brother. I was glad I wasn't the only one that saw that. I saw that. I'm like, they are like lifetime movie, folk, like fogging up the camera. Like she is the hots for this guy immediately. Yeah. I thought so. That is really yeah. funny that I missed it. You missed it. Yep. Totally. Totally killer. Totally. totally. Linda Vanderclark. Oh my God. It was when they started showing what was happening in, the, well, not the future, but I guess the present, like that time is yes. still happening. Yeah. I thought that was really fun. I love that part, mm-hmm. which like, I don't see in any time travel movie. I don't really. think I've ever seen it. It was either. cool to see that, the effects of it happening. When they see a picture of her and realize that's where she is, that's, that's great. You have that, it's easy to do. It costs nothing and it's, it's really smart. And it's really effective. And I've never seen him really do that. You know, the only thing I'm thinking of now is that... Her, her dad coming out of that pool? <laughs> you're Kids. thinking of your dad coming out of the pool? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> now That's we're all what you're thinking, thinking about, about apparently. Now we're all thinking um, about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of him just washing up on the shores of Okinawa <laughs> with his hair billowing in the wind. Takes off his cowboy hat. Shakes <laughs> <Yes>. his hair. <laughs> Yes, and tells you a 20-minute story that goes nowhere. Well, if you were my mom, you wouldn't mind. Um, no, I'm really, Julie Bowen didn't recognize her daughter. Did they explain that? She didn't recognize her, no, even though... that is a problem that... Wait, where? When? When Who? she comes so, home, that she had seen her in 1987. Oh, yeah. It's a problem that proliferates these these movies. Because why does Marty's dad have no problem with his son coming out looking exactly like that guy who he thought was sleeping with the girl he loved in the first movie? Well, I'm going to tell you. And then she named him after him? (laughs) Yeah, I know. It was weird. But I'm going to tell you how Totally Killer gets away with it. Yeah. Jamie says, or Colette says right at the end, fucking time travel. Like, these are the things that happen. Who knows what fucking time travel. Yeah. 
There's yeah. no perfect way to do it. But, but that, I think, is the best way. That is, That was how I would end it. You don't have to explain it. Just ugh, one of them things. Yep. It, yeah. That's, yeah. The movie plays it very light, which is probably why the slasher stuff doesn't really work. It works as a whodunit more yeah. than a yeah. scary movie. Of course. Yeah. Well, she is just trying to stop it. I don't think she really cares who did it. She's it's just a, trying to stop she it. She wants to save her mom. It's mm-hmm. a very cool take on the final girl, a final girl who knows everything that's going to happen. That's yeah, but cool. then it gets away with her. Cause... Then it gets away from it. But like, I like that she shows up and she's like, I have all the knowledge I could possibly use. And that's it just twists the whole tables on yeah. everything because she's in control of everything as much as a person could ever be. All right, that is cool. Still fails. Yeah, mm-hmm. well. <laughs> so She gets so, there in the end. Sorry about your friends. They still died. No. Well, and it actually, when you think about it, it doesn't even make you feel bad that the friends died because those three girls got someone drunk. Well, they kind of deserved it. Yeah. They, yeah. they kind of did. Now, they had it coming. Now, when we were in the real time. And with Bill Maher? With Bill Maher. And her Start the clock. Her friend was <laughs> murdered, and that's how the killer got back, the podcaster, yep. where, you know, in the future, like... That was something. I was like, oh, interesting when we get to the end. Cause if no, time... her friend wasn't murdered. Yeah. She got hit on the head. Oh, I thought yeah. she was killed. No. I, they didn't, oh. you know. Then, then why would she be alive when she came but back? That's why I just thought it was some change in the time travel continuum. She just no. saw fucking time travel. I think yep. she just got She's knocked a, out. I think but... that probably makes more sense. I think I'm going to use yeah. that for any movie I'm confused about from now on. Just fucking time travel. Not time travel movie. Fucking time travel. Yeah, <laughs> that'll explain it. Like, why is Five Nights at Freddy's so boring? Fucking time travel. Exactly. <laughs> Don't watch Five Nights at Freddy's, everybody. Don't waste your two hours. That's Apparently, good. everyone went and saw it already. I know. It made so much money. Not. We saw the better one, Kitty. We saw Willy's Wonderland. Mm, yeah, that is a better one. I saw the Banana Splits movie. I want to see it's that also one the, It's also the better one. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad this movie was. So, well, it's based on what? Like a cartoon? It's based in a video game. Even better. <laughs> so if you were to time travel back to 1987, what do you think your moms would be like? Yours would be drunk. What do you think your mom would be like? Would she be drunk? Yeah. Oh, it's right. Well, she yeah, was she always was drunk. Yeah. It was right after the divorce too. Oh. Yeah. Fun times Ooh. for young Pete. Well, my mom would be. Maybe I'd go back in time and take me to the zoo or something. I'm thinking because right she would have been. Right after my mom's divorced too. Yeah. Hmm. My mom's happily married. <laughs> happily. Your mom's, your mom's married. Yeah. <laughs> and she'd have three kids already. Well, I guess not because I'd be a time traveler, so she'd have two boys. Which sounds terrible. That might be why she drinks, or your mom drinks, and uh, she'd be a nurse still. Yeah, she'd just be my mom as she is right now, except not retired. Yeah, that kind of hangs true. <laughs> yeah. So nothing would be different. No, not, not really. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's true. At least for my mom. Yours, you can project a little bit more because, like, you know, divorced parents and other life stuff going on. You know what I learned from Monster Squad. That she's really bad at history. Yes. But also that Who is? I would have, I, I did learn that from my sister. <laughs> and it worries me that she keeps my teaching. My mom, you. if I if I go to nineteen eighty seven, be doing what she always does. She'd be at her Nazi book club, she'd be <laughs> sewing her swastika flag. Yeah. No. No, no. Oh shit. You made me lose my thought. I thought about your racist mother. I hate those because we never get them back. No. There's such fleeting little comments. What you learned from the Monster Blaine. Squad commentary. Oh. I would have fit right back into 1980-whatever year as soon as I went back based on the clothing that I learned yes, from Yes, that's true. Yeah, I think we, we said that when we yeah. watched Monster Squad. Right. I, I'm ready to go. This is a new fact for you again? No, but I could fit right back in just thinking about it now. It wouldn't be weird. I wouldn't have to borrow clothes from anybody. It's like, oh, yeah, look at him here from 1987. 
and Dracula punches people in the face and uses dynamite. Those are the two yeah. things I learned from the Monster Squad. And Wolfman has nerds. I've learned three things. It's a lot of learning. That's right. It hurts. And I learned that she's not a version. <laughs> um, did you see the candle part? Did you rewatch? I have not rewatched the movie since. Oh, okay. We watched it again and I missed it. I've watched it twice with the commentary on. And both times I hear it and I'm like, ah, fuck, I just missed it again. But I can't rewind both. So it traps yeah. me every time into just being stuck. <laughs> you should mark down the timestamp. If you do that, that again. Do that. And then the time after, <laughs> you remember. Time after happen. time. Good enough. That was the Victorians. Uh, oh, the, okay. Oh, fuck. Now you made me lose my thought. Welcome to the club. <laughs> it's terrible here. My Don't recommend empty. it. I have no thoughts. Are you part of the Mollies? Yeah. Is that what you've got going on? No, they had lots of thought. They were just all mean. Oh, mm-hmm. except for the really stupid girl who died last. She was so dumb. Blowjob girl. <laughs> She was really dumb. She was dumb, but she had some qualities about her that I really respected. I liked her a lot. I <laughs> I really thought it was funny. the blowjobs. What? <laughs> she had another purpose? I'll be in the backyard. When, how excited she got when she was afraid. She was terrified to be the bait. She didn't want to be the bait. She's like, just pretending you're in there to get someone to blow it. Just her face lit up. Just one of those little background things. Like, ooh. <laughs> like, I can't do that. And she said, what if... Uh, what the dad said, what if the she presses the rape whistle after she's being stabbed or whatever, and that's exactly what happens. Her throat gets slit, and then she pushes the rape alert. she the one who had the line earlier where she talked about doing that in there? He said, but it's a house of horrors, so I figure if you yeah, see something you don't I, I like, that was that's, that's a perfect yeah. line. That's a perfect line. Yeah. So what she learned was the 80s were very sexual, and people didn't care about each other very much at all. And there was no safety guidelines on anything. No. And no restrictions. That feels right. I kind of remember that way. Just I remember riding in the back of pickup trucks, like open bed, you know, yeah. sitting. Yeah. I'd probably call the cops if I saw somebody on the expressway with children in the back of the truck. I doubt you were on the expressway riding in an open bed. Your parents are dumb. Well, we're, we, we are from Ohio. Yes. That's true. I always forget you're an Ohioan. Yeah. <laughs> Ohio is basically the south. <laughs> well, the southern part is, the southern but not the northern crazy. part. I'm a Cleveland baby, Sandusky. Uh-huh. We had the see it's the Lake Erie connection. Cleveland mm-hmm. and Sandusky are not the same thing. Cleveland mm. is a, Cleveland is a metropolis, even if it's a small one. Sandusky is is, is dirt farmers in an amusement park. <laughs> not true, because I was born on a swamp. So yeah. thank you very much. Okay, uh, dirt farmers, swamp area, and amusement park. Yeah, we're the bog people. We're Sand- not the farmers. <laughs> Sandusky is where I saw, like I saw those what they those giant bugs that once a year come out cicadas no them they they were this big like as big as a giant cock is what i'm showing because i can't show this is about four inches Uh, they a giant one see and i thought you were gonna wrap that by saying cockroach they were this big and they stuck to everything and i was trying to get gas and they were like on the gas and they don't move they just they all came out of the lake i was like yeah it was the craziest thing i've ever seen this sounds like a horror movie they told me it happens about once a year and I was driving home, and just the cars just caked and hitting these books. They don't—they're not doing anything. They're just like falling. And you falling. know what? I vaguely remember that, and then I remember moving to New York and being confused that it just didn't happen. And then after a couple of years, I just thought that that just didn't happen anymore. Yeah. Like when the bugs just live everywhere, it and happened. Coat you everything. couldn't. I had to get gas, what and like they're attached those? to everything, and I'm, I'm stepping on them, and they just don't care. They, they don't no. have a life to do. They just yeah. this is where they just live now. It's not Yet Mayfly. another reason not That's to what live I wanted in to say too. June bugs, maybe, maybe. It had a, it had a month in the name because I <laughs> it did the October ants it yeah did. <laughs> exactly 
The December caterpillar. <laughs> it's really mouthy. Unfortunately, the first girl in the movie wasn't because she went to live, did she, Ben? Yeah, that's not the lesson that we were meant to take away. It's the lesson yeah. I took from it. I know. That is the lesson you all learned. Mm-hmm. Anybody have anything else to say about Totally Killer? I feel like we should have talked about it more. I Nobody seems to have anything to say about I, the movie. I, I enjoyed it. It was fun. <laughs> well, it's just because there were so many little spots that were like solid gold. I feel like we can't go through all of them. No, I'd recommend watching it because uh, if you like Back to the Future, this is a very fun Back to the Future take. And the thing, I just don't want to repeat lines because that's what I'm doing right now. I realize mm-hmm. I'm just saying the parts that I laughed at because I thought it was fun. Oh, I only had one jump scare. There was a scare. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember where it was. Though. I can't remember where it was. It, uh, but something it, popped out and got something you. popped out, and I was like, ah. Was it the initial one with Julie Bowen? Um, no, future Julie Bowen. No, and no. he appears behind her from the back door. Where was <laughs> Phil? I, I'm not. He gonna was lie. Uh, at the concert. Phil was the dad, right? No, Phil was the dad in Modern Family. <laughs> Phil Dunphy. Oh. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, too, because Julie Bowen is yes. was on that show forever. She was also in Happy Gilmore. She was. I remember that. Mm-hmm. She was also. She was hot then. Now she's too skinny. That happened. Take that, Julie Bowen. <laughs> Gain some weight. Eat a hamburger. I just saw a picture of Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prince Jr. That's her husband, right? Yeah. They both look sickly. Oh, no. They're so skinny. I'm like, Not you Freddie guys. Prince. You guys need to gain like five pounds. That's it? <laughs> so sickly, sickly, she's called them. I can gain, yeah, I can gain that look. by the end of this podcast if I wanted to. <laughs> You're not even eating anything. This remote's probably about one pound. <laughs> Remember, non-toxic means edible. Non-toxic. <laughs> non-toxic. So, right. Pete, you liked it? It was fun. Yep. It's a, it's a standard Pete review. How many bananas? I'm going to give this one the old bunch. Oh, a bunch of bananas. I thought really? you'd like it. I thought he'd like it. It was. I give it a bunch. It I was, respect how much thought they put into know, it. Because it didn't have to be said, and they any inconsistencies, they gave it the old, eh, fucking time travel, just a little blanket statement, make all your worries go away. I, I knew we were in a good spot with the movie when she went back to the mother, and the mother wasn't that surprised to see her because she tried inventing time travel. And I thought, this movie's going to get it. Yep. It did. And it's not going to waste, it didn't waste any time. It just, it, the first 20 minutes is like a little mini movie where they give you so much information, but all of it's useful. Because mm-hmm. every everything in there was a payback. It's something. a wonderful knife does a similar thing where the first twenty minutes is like a miniature horror movie with the beginning, middle, and end. You introduce the characters, there's chase scenes and and surprising deaths, and you get to see the killer revealed. Because when she goes and wishes that she'd never been born, like in a wonderful life, everything's gonna reset. So they had to show you everything. So you already know who it is, so she already knows who it is. So when she's back in the life where she doesn't exist. Same kind of thing. Like, there's a slasher movie going on. She's ahead of the game, but she has no help. She has nobody believes her. Nobody knows who she is. And it's it's good, too. Like, these these movies keep keep hitting. Oh, I know what we should do. Where were the break points in the movie, Pete? Oh. Well, the first one is so easy. <laughs> no, she- the first one is clearly where she sees her hot dad coming out of the pool. Uh-huh. And the second one's when he fucked her. <laughs> But then the second one is when she sees her hot brother. <laughs> I'm really worried what the third one's going to be because I don't think it's over yet. Yeah. Well, the first one is obviously when she time travels back. The second yeah. one's harder to harder to to land. Uh, maybe when they no, yeah, it's harder to figure. I'm going to guess it's probably when the mother and her are in the basement and they connect. Maybe yeah. that's probably what it is because the second act will be all the 
her trying to save people and failing. So after that's over and the mother's finally like completely on her side. Mm, I think the mother, no, because the mother was on her side when they were at the cottage and then she remembered, she forgot again, apparently. Because well, she yeah. got so high. She yes. got so high. Right. She's like, oh, yeah. Even though weed's terrible in the 1980s. Yeah. That was what I took away from that movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I really liked, uh, what was her name? Kara? The son of, or the daughter of. Uh, Kara Jarrell? No, no, uh, uh, Supergirl? Uh, no, shit. Words. Randall Park's daughter. Oh, yeah. Oh, I really liked her. They call your daughter the sheriff? That's so cute. <laughs> I mean, the, for me, the whole movie is how good Kiernan Shipke is walking around and just being like... A slightly disdaining future girl. And trying to subtly improve people's points of views <laughs> on everything. It's like, why don't we not call her fat? Whatever. Oh, just, just call her by her name. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the reason that I think that if they had gone farther with it, it could have worked because her reactions to it are, are pretty great. Yeah, well, I felt like there were just enough of them. Yeah, I know that's not the point of the movie. So. Yeah. But it worked in all the innovative things that were going on with the, you know, the future being still going and you're having a story in the future along with the past. And the fun of the two killers and the killer being a different killer. That that was a twist I did not see coming. What a twist. What a twist. What? Worthy of M. Knight himself is what I thought when mm-hmm. I saw it happen just now. If they put it in the trailer, it would have been a perfect one. I never watched the trailer. No, if they would have put the twist in the trailer, it would have been just like the last oh, M. Night Shyamalan movie. Do like, don't, don't, don't. I'm not going to tell her what it is. I'm just All saying right. don't watch the trailer to that movie. Yeah. We're going to do... Oh, God damn it. The one where, uh, where Drax the Destroyer knocks at a cabin's door. That's oh. the name, official name of the movie. M. Night Shyamalan's When Jackson Destroyer Knocks at the Cabin's Door. Yeah, that's what oh, I got that now. one. Yeah, don't I watch I think the... it's called The Cabin. Nope, nobody's ever going to get this right. Cabin in the Woods. It's no, just called... there's that one. Knock at the Cabin. Tuck, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Tucker and Dale <laughs> Knock at the Cabin. <laughs> and inside is Drax the Destroyer. And inside is Jackson the Destroyer there. from M. Night Shyamalan's <laughs> Drax the Destroyer Knocks at the Cabin's Door. You got it. Yep. We got your don't, friend. Don't watch the trailer for that one, Kitty. I'm going to go find it. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can watch the first trailer. Don't watch the second trailer. The first trailer was really good and made me want to see the movie. Second trailer, I couldn't believe what I was watching. And then I saw the movie and I was like, they did. They just fucking spoiled the entire point of this movie. I didn't know that, but that's exactly what happened. Mm. All right. You watched that movie. I did. But you forgot the name. We of went it. to the theater. You haven't uh, gone to the theater with me in, a, in quite some time. No, I almost decided to go see Five Nights at Freddy's with you, but I am glad I didn't that go. Right, it was I'm glad Peacock. that you didn't go. Boy, am I glad I didn't go too. Well, what's upcoming that you guys can go for? Well, Halloween season's over, so that's going to be tough. It is the end of Halloween season. Hey, Kitty, did what? you see any costumes while we were out trick or treating, like that the kids were wearing these days? Yes, tell us what oh. the kids were wearing. Naruto that's, is a thing now. That's kind of what I saw. A bunch yeah. of the anime stuff. Yeah, a bunch manga. of anime. I don't know what you guys are making up words. <laughs> that's what the kids are wearing. They're I'm wearing... 44 and I don't have kids. So sometimes you're going to say things that are just completely foreign to me. Things that make sense to you because you see them in your life that I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, luckily you're not the only one listening. No, Isn't right, there like too. a One Punch Hero guy on Yeah, Netflix? I want to see that. There's One Punch nope, Hero, the, still the, giving me the anime. Liquor. And then the live action movie, and I heard the live action. I saw good. Dragon Ball when it was on when I was in college, and I was high a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, you would have had to be. All they do is power up. Yeah, to fight, and but, the, that's but it. That's about the speed you need. It's a half hour Gohan, of them going. Is that a guy? Ah! Who? Go, Gohan is that a guy? Gojin. Goku. Goku sounds right. Is there a Gohan? And, and who's the be. guy that uh, Spike played in the live action movie? Piccolo. This is that's a musical instrument. Don't yeah. pull that nonsense on me. Anyway, I know too much about so, this stuff. That was 
So what's coming out the rest of this year? I don't think there's... It's a wonderful knife, but I've already seen it. Um, dream scenario, but I don't know. That it's, there's no... It's it's not really even horror. It's horror adjacent. Oh, the one with Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. It's just I thought you said everything can be horror. Everything kind of can be. It doesn't have any showings listed around here, which is disappointing. But I would go see that. But I uh, don't think that there's really... There's one, one thing left. Oh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think yeah, she keeps sending me Thanksgiving things for some reason. <laughs> the horror movie about Thanksgiving? Well, yeah. because I think, Eli I don't Roth's know. slasher movie oh, instead yeah, of Thanksgiving, because right. there's no good Thanksgiving yes, horror movies. Yes, that's why I was I sending it to you. I don't know that we need you. one. Uh, Blood Rage. It's the, it's the one. I, I, I keep saying it. There's one. It's called Blood Rage. It's terrible, and I love it. Well, I sent you a whole list. That might have been 86, 87, 88 in there, too. 1888? Oh, I didn't read the list. I saw the one thing. I was like, I thought it was just about the Thanksgiving movie. No, no, it's about, uh, there's a, a collection of there's one thing you need movies to know you can watch that are horror. That Pete knows. I you don't, don't know, know how, how to read. read. I know. <laughs> I'm always pretending to read. I think I also posted it to your Facebook page. Ah, for the a page I've never gone to except <laughs> to clear out friend requests. and uh, It posts not, automatically. Not your from personal one, the one for Scare, Scare Value. Value. Yeah. But I post things on Scare Value from the site. I can click mm-hmm. it and go right to the yeah. site. So the only time I'm on the site is to clear out friend requests and, and invites and well. clear them out once a day and move on with my life and I never looked at that page ever I mean come on in we'll interact with you <laughs> I'm on the <laughs> Facebooks yeah you guys have looked at the Facebook I don't I don't have time for that <laughs> yeah it's mostly just your postings for each of your uh, I have to reviews. put up on eight different social uh, medias media sites this shit so like I don't spend too much time on any one of them so fans just know it's not worth your time no it is that's where <laughs> you can find easy links to everything and if you send a message I'll see it theoretically mm. yeah that's true. I won't. I don't really check any of the social medias. No, I don't give you the logins because you've already told me that you gave your, your 11-year-old, 10-year-old daughter your PIN numbers. Well, again, I'm not going to be the one She likes ordering to push things. the buttons. Yeah. She knows how to buy things on that. Uh, I know, and I told you, I get really tired of her coming up and asking me to do it for her all the time. So I just gave her the PIN number. Seems like no, a dangerous Sam did idea. buy some things. Yeah. yeah but it was on my that. mom's account, so <laughs> I think we paid her back. Um, shh. <laughs> hey, you gotta be careful. They'll spend thousands of dollars. Yeah, it was nearly a hundred dollars. My mom's account. I know. I understand. I understand how little you care for your mother, but I... she wasn't happy. <laughs> Is she ever? Yeah. Just tell her it's part of her creeping dimension. It never really happened. It'll probably work. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're gonna talk about the Anomaly Film Festival, which is gonna take a bit. That is the film festival that's in Rochester upcoming? Yes, starting the day this podcast comes out. Ooh. Are you going? Yes. We've got a real when? plug. Yeah. It's not a plug. It's, it's it's upcoming content for the website. No, on, but people might go there now that you're saying it. To find you. Yeah. No, I don't believe they're so. They're not going to check your This will come up the day it comes out. I'm going to get you they're Scare like, Value shirts He made. doesn't ever look at that Facebook. <laughs> I'm going to go to the, I'm going to go in person. He told me he's going to be at the Anomaly Film Festival. <laughs> I should post a picture that Fred took of him or something on the Scare Value so you know what he looks like. We'll do a recap of the movies that I saw there like we did for the Buffalo Dreams Fantastic Film Festival where we learned that Fang doesn't know what uh, web where warehouse work is like. Oh, right. But I like that movie. Uh, I think there's eight movies here that I'm going to see, which is a lot of movies to, to cover. Are you going to like stay in a hotel? Is it like a week-long festival? Yeah, but it's like it's an hour-long drive there and back. Who cares? It takes me 40 minutes. It just takes me 45 minutes to get to work and back all the time. So okay. That's, that doesn't matter. Uh, Wednesday, there's a movie called River, which is a time-twisting comedy mm. from Japan. Mm. So <laughs> I'm excited about that one. They all seem weird, which is great. 
I think this is the one where everything resets every two minutes. Everyone's caught in a Groundhog Day for two minutes, but everybody knows it. Thank God. I, I like memento. But I was like, I need quicker increments of time when things reset. 86 minutes long, so Peter liked that. No. Japanese with English <laughs> subtitles. That's tougher. Light blood and suicide. The content warnings. So oh, I thought that was the name of a movie. No. The Sacrifice Game is also on Wednesday. <laughs> And that is a 1971 slasher movie, it looks like. That They're just releasing old ones? No, it's from it's set in 1971. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. 99 minutes long. Too long for Pete. Mm. Violence, blood, gore, self-harm, and bullying. Self-harm seems to be a big thing lately. Then Thursday, I'm not going because it's only one movie to drive in from 1973 or something. A martial arts movie. So oh. take that day off. Wait, does it take place in 1973? It was made in 1973. Okay, yeah. And then we have another time travel one. This is perfect for this podcast. Loop Track on Friday, which is New Zealand hitchhikers See, caught in really a time loop. Read. Yeah. New Zealand hitchhikers caught in a time loop. Gore, blood, death, and violence. Sounds like, sounds like it's my, my alley. 94 minutes. Ooh, Gets a pass. Closer. Gets a pass. Yep. Then we have Molly and Max in the Future, which is a sci-fi rom-com that spans galaxies and time. A lot of time travel coming yeah, up. Yeah, it seems to be the content new thing. warnings. Tentacles. Oh. oh, yep. That's an anime reference. That's hentai and a porn one. Oh yes, hentai. And then Sorry. on Saturday we're gonna go. I say we. I mean me. I'm gonna go to see. I got a fast word. Red Rooms at two o'clock, which is a Russian movie. Nope, French Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the disinterest that just flies yeah. up to us. One do? hour and 58 minutes. Oh, that's going to be your least favorite. In French. Have fun with that. Yeah, that's it for Saturday, too. I might skip that one. There's other <laughs> movies, but they're not sight. Maybe maybe try uh, another movie that's just shorter. It's under 90 minutes. Sunday, we have Tiger Stripes at 10.30 in the morning. Popcorn's going to be good that day. <laughs> That's from Germany, Taiwan, France, and Malaysia. 95 wow. minutes. Ooh. That's kind of right there. Content yeah. warnings. Puberty. Uh. Period vomit. Urination. Child abuse, both verbal and physical. <laughs> body horror. Gore. Bullying. And hazing. I have a question. I don't have an I didn't make the movie. I know, but what is period vomit? Um, Kitty. Kitty, when, Wait, was there supposed when to be girls a comma? reach a certain age, they start to get hair. No, it just says period vomit. Like so, I'm hoping that's like just an oversight grammatically. I, I'm not going to imagine unless somebody like periods nope. on you. It says period vomit. What, 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 <laughs> Let me know about that one. What other way can I understand it than it is period vomit? Then we have sleep from South Korea, so that's probably going to be really good because South Korean horror is the best. Ninety-four minutes. I like these 90s. Blood, sleep disorder. How is that a content warning? Mm. <laughs> I have insomnia. Self-harm, animal death, oh. uh, violence, body horror, puke, child endangerment. Some of my favorite things. They're at the end. Some of my, some of my uh, porn uh, searches <laughs> popped into that one. <laughs> you can guess which ones they are. Yeah. <laughs> again, that list was blood, <laughs> sleep disorder, self-harm, animal death, Violence, body horror, puke, and child endangerment. There's at least at least three three keywords I have on that one. Uh, and then finally, stop motion, also on Sunday. Strobing lights, dead animal, body horror, gore, wet meat puppets, gross sound design. 
Okay. So those reviews will all be up on the site in the next few weeks. I can't watch that movie because of the strobing lights, but I want to see the meat puppets. I want to see the wet, <laughs> wet meat, the meat, wet wet meat, meat puppets <laughs> perform live somewhere. That's they a sound, great band name. They sound like a really cool band that I want to see. It's actually a good movie name. So uh, we're going to go. I'm going to go. Pete said he might go, but he's not going. I'm going to go on four of those days and see seven or eight of those movies. I had really lost count. And then we'll have those up on the site. The week after, so starting the 13th through the next week, there'll be eight reviews of movies you won't be able to see anywhere for a while, so they're always fun to write. Well, None of the movies from Buffalo Dreams Film Festival are out yet, so like they're all just still sitting there on the site. That's why you're special, and they're not. But you can you can come. Mm, I didn't say I was special. You can come on how Wednesday. Far, how far away did you say this place it's is? It's an hour. Oh, it's Rochester. It's all through. An hour. What am I supposed to do for an hour? Listen to podcast. Listen to podcast. Not this one. Kitty tried to put it on once when I was driving. I almost drove the car off the road. The kids loved it. Yeah. Yeah, it they, was the Monster Squad. They thought it was like a roller coaster as I was bouncing down the hill <laughs> off the road. Not that part, and you didn't. Trying to find a tree to ram trying into. Trying to entertain the kids because they wouldn't stop fighting. And Pete was really mad that I put the podcast on. Again, yes. But it, it stopped them from fighting. Mm-hmm. Well, the tree that I finally found in the middle of a field and ran into at 80 miles an hour stopped them from fighting. So they'll listen to you on tape, but not in person. We gotta we gotta redo some of these podcasts, and I'm just gonna be like, "All right, kids, it's time to go clean your room. Kids, it's bedtime. Please stop shouting. Children, brush your teeth. That, Eat your that's... dinner. Please get your dishes away. Please put your dishes away. Do you Sweep think the floor? I know there were I different movies, work. but do you think someone period vomited on the meat puppets, and that's why they're wet? Hmm. That's where babies come from. Meat puppets. Well, getting period vomit <laughs> on the wet meat puppets. And then nine months later, a baby. So there's uterus sheddings all over a wet meat puppet. Mm, the moon blood. The moon blood. I don't think Pete would like any of these movies. They're all. There's only one of them is under ninety minutes. Good lord. I was gonna say you could go probably go on Sunday. That's where you get Not to see. Not this Sunday, but because that's next Sunday, right? Yes, that's where you get to see period vomit. <laughs> and wet meat puppets. And wet meat puppets. That's <laughs> a triple feature. And and sleep disorder, child endangerment. Is this, is this the theater that Paul Rubens got caught at? Is that what we're going to? R.I.P. Rest, Rest in, in peace, Paul Rubens. Rest in peace, backyard, masturbating away. I actually, <laughs> okay, I actually want you to go see the wet meat puppet. So maybe you should go. I want a wet meat puppet T-shirt because people will just believe that's a band <laughs> or a movie. I think that if I was going to suggest or you go to one, it would be wet meat puppets. That's not the name of the movie, though. It is now. Stop motion is the name of the movie. It <laughs> Stop motion sense. It's a David Byrne song. Oh, that was bad. Stop motion sense. It was bad. I loved it. <laughs> I think the one you'd like the most is probably Loop Track, but that's just Friday at five. That's not going to work for anybody. It might. Yeah. Might. Not this Friday. No. Tomorrow. Tomorrow's Friday in our world. But yeah. Oh, no. The kids have off that day. Well, they- were they going to be somewhere at five, at school at five anyway? Well, no. If they're off all day and I'm trying to work, that doesn't really. <laughs> it's at five o'clock. Oh, yeah. Right. Time. That's a. Time. Fucking time. Time travel. (laughs) Fucking time time travel. That'll wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. Bye-bye. And we'll see you next week for who knows what. Possibly. This? Near Dark. Maybe. Might be Near Dark with Ken, uh, our Taiwanese friend. 
Taiwanese friend from Buffalo. It's our Taiwanese friend from Buffalo. And maybe it'll be that. Maybe it'll be, God forbid, we ever sit down and do Nightwatch. Someday. I Night saw watch. her in the hallway. <laughs> Waiting 27 Not years yet. for this. Not, Not yet. yet, Ewan. And uh, I know in December we're going to have the an Exorcist episode. And we're definitely going to have the Scare Value Awards. And I think there's another and thing I we already have planned. The, the, um, the one I forget the name of. With the, the Christmas episode. The Christmas, yeah, the where Christmas where episode. Where we all have yep. to pick a Christmas episode. We're going to do a secret, a secret Santa Christmas episode where we all pick a movie for each other to watch. And that'll be a disaster. You guys have seen my movie already. Oh, I'll, I'll watch pick, it again. Yeah, it doesn't okay. matter. And I'm going to pick something horrible. I'm going to pick, like, mm. Driving Miss Daisy. That's it fine. It has to be Christmas themed. <laughs> I'm going to lay down ground rules. I'm going to pick something horrible. I'm going to pick my nose. I'm going to find the worst one I could find. And I'm it's going to be Christmas. I'm going to find things with child endangerment and period vomit. <laughs> and uh yeah we also have a watch along for scream 2022 coming up eventually but who knows when that'll slip in there that's what she said i saw that yeah no, we I all saw it. Was she's not on the commentary though yeah no she was working away okay so okay. fucking time travel fucking, fucking time, time travel, travel.